Hello everyone, good morning, I'm Dr. Jacinta C.K. and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. As you all know, we're airing live today, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're also syndicated on Sirius XM, powered by Genius Music, and we're always bringing you relationship information and strategy from our guests and in our research. Our show will always give you guys a generational perspective and real-world opinions. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Dr. E, Dr. Stella, and today we are going to have an exciting show. We're going to have Alpha Anderson from Cheek uh, present her past, future, and present, and also talk a little bit about business relationships in this iconic, uh, ionic, uh, iconic sorry, music space. There is so much going on in uh, the music industry, and she is um, one of the pros at it. So we're gonna, sh she's going to share some experiences with us and just talk about the relationships in that industry as as, as much as she can. So I want to thank you all for joining today. Uh, we uh, will start as we always do with a mindful check. How are you doing, my daughter, my doctor, daughter? I am actually really good. You know what? I switched. Okay, so I have to be honest. You know, my mom's been trying to get me, Dr. E's been trying to get me on um, not drinking as much coffee because she's really holistic. And I switched to um, green tea, and I feel so good today. I mean, like, really, it's, like, freaking me out how good I feel. Oh, my God. So I've, and I, you know, and also I was addicted to soda in the past, and I stopped my sodas. I've been just drinking tea. Um, specifically, I've been focusing on trying to have green tea in the morning and lots of water, and I feel great. So today I feel great, everybody. I feel good. You know, the weather is cooling down. That's probably another reason why I feel good. I, I am a little concerned, though, to turn turn it off. But, you know, I, although my, my, my body feels good and my, my happiness is there, I am sad about the people that are dealing with the fires right now. So oh, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, so I'm balancing that. But other than that, I'm feeling good. How about you, Dr. E? Yeah, I have to say, I agree with you. The state of the world in general with all these national disasters has happened back to back. Um, I'm concerned about the welfare of everyone, and but also the economic impact that's going to have on our world. Um, and just hoping that we can just pull through this. And, you know, um, my heart really is, is, is focused on, you know, also the U.S. and the state we're in, too. So, yeah, but but as far as me physically, um, I just am getting over a really bad cold, so I feel really good. And I think um, the rest is, is what's helping. Um, it's so hard when you're sick to get rest, especially when you're a person like me that likes to stay up all the time. I don't yes. like to sleep. I never like to sleep. People you know what? You know, it's so funny. I think that we call it the Chavis curse because none of us really sleep. No. Um, and I, you know, I, I mean, I can be, I mean, I'll maybe a couple hours, but I've never been that person that will sleep in or sleep for more than eight hours. Like I, I've tried, but I'll wake up and start doing work. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I said that if I ever got a point, a, ch a chance to, um, 
take a shot that you could get sleep and still be awake. You know, what I mean? that, that sounds really intense. I mean, That's yeah. a scary shot. Because I, uh, I love being up. <laughs> I'd be afraid. No, no I, I want to sleep. I, I mean, like I, sleep. I, I it's like a waste it. of time. It's so not. It's so, so rigid. Waste you could of be, time. you know, I have like a sleep routine though. I, and I told Dr. So I used to, we, we both were in the pharmaceutical industry and I actually sold sleep drugs for a while. Um, that they were a natural type. Well, it had to be natural. And Yeah. And the funny thing about it is I believe that she needs a sleep routine. She yeah. needs to see, I'm all about the, let's put on the essential oils. Let's have things that the air purifiers going on. Let's have candlelight. Like my intense, let's well, take a bath. And here's me. I'm a very mindful person, but what I do is there's an app, a wonderful app called insight timer and it has all different types of mindful practices. So my goal is to listen to all of them at night. <laughs> she's, not, she's, not, she's not, she's mindful in something, but not in her sleep. So, so it's kind of she crazy. needs to work on that, but we all are a work in progress, yeah. right? But the tea thing has worked. I yesterday and the day before, before I got sleep, even when I wasn't sleepy, I laid down and closed my eyes and I started thinking good, healthy thoughts. And, um, yeah, and it helped. And then last night I slept really good. And as you see, you may not have noticed last week, but last week I had a little coffee. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, you might have noticed. Um, I was trying to, um, you know, not call it. <laughs> you know that. But anyway, I'm feeling really good. So, uh, as far as the music industry, I know we're going to have Alpha Orange. Gonna... I know, and she looks oh, great, by the way. Oh, my gosh, she's oh so pretty. Oh, my God. She always oh, was you pretty. you gorgeous. You look great. No, seriously. Like, I was looking in her bio and her her pictures. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she is slaying. She, she is, looks really she good. She looks good. Years have been good to her. They have. And, you know, and, you know she, we'll ask her about that. You know, I mean. Mm-hmm. She's still young, but I'm just saying just she looks really good. She doesn't look any different from when she was. Yeah, and you know that life is so hard on you regardless. And that's, that's, that's what I wanted thing. to the say. Night, sleep. That, that yeah. sleep, you know, you're sleep deprived in that industry. I mean, in most cases, I mean, you're performing, especially she's an icon. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was performing a lot and, and worldwide. So, I mean, she looks wonderful. Yeah. You know, she yeah. hasn't aged a bit. We're thinking about the sleep, the demands, the, um, the writing, the practice. Yeah, it's a lot on a music yeah. star. So, Definitely yeah, so. for her to pull it off. And so I know that you really uh, know about this in this um era because this is like La Chic. i remember hearing that when i was little like a little bit oh like, La Chic, you should have seen me i mean Alpha, <laughs> you should have seen me dancing i mean i do so, the the freak the freak La Chic. oh yeah, yeah see, there you go <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, I don't know we waved them we waved them like we didn't care anyway I'm borderline millennial. <laughs> so, but i mean but what's so funny about you know i, I will say and you know some of my friends would probably be mad at me, but I do think that the music back then was definitely, you know, where you could say it's iconic, where you can say, wow, I'll still remember you still say, even now people at my age and, and even younger, I feel, are still going back to some of those original songs where I don't know if they'll mm-hmm. say, say that about some of the songs that they're playing now. They're totally iconic. And as, and as you, if you listen to the music that is out today, you'll hear the beat from then and um, you'll say, and I'll say to some kids, I'll say, oh, that's, that's, uh, Prince, I know. What do we that's, say? Yeah. That's Jack. That's Janet Jackson, or that's um, 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 Michael, or that's uh, James Brown. And they're like, no, that's new. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. But anyway, it, it we did uh, our our generation and um, and and later even now there's some good artists but we really did set the stage with some wonderful music and that disco era i loved it donna summers and all these people just know, dancing right? our, dancing our life away having a great time 
I know, views changed a bit. Being in the moment, being mindful. Right. Yeah. So what's going on in your neck of the woods for things happening with you, Jay? Well, guys. I'll tell you. No. Oh. Look, this, this, <laughs> how, this is how, this is when you forget that your doctors should become mamas. Oh my God, my daughter has a new book out. Okay, I'm finished. No, she's, uh, you know, my mom's awesome because she always supports me. I, I have a very good supportive system in my family and I appreciate that with my mom and my husband and my kids and my Aunt Rose and I'm just blessed. But anyway, back, back to this. Um, I have a book coming out and I think it'll be done by winter. We're, I'm working with the, it's in editing and, um, I'm very excited you guys. Um, cause it's, it's a love story, like a sci-fi romance. Um, it's a really good love story. It's too. a really good, I just, yeah. I'm very excited about it. I, yeah. you know, it's, it has a lot of diversity in it. It's, it's got a sci-fi, not, not a sci-fi, but more fantasy, of, more fantasy twist. So I think it's going to be really, I think popular with a large demographic of people. Yeah. It's going to be a trilogy. At first I was mm-hmm. aiming for those, those housewives like myself, but then I, it kind of expanded where there's been a lot, a couple of men that actually have read it now, um, in the pre stages and really enjoyed it. So I'm really excited about, I'm really excited about it. So you definitely have to pick up a copy. So look for that. And then it's called unspoken unspoken. And uh, the cover is going to be amazing too. I know. I'm so excited. So that's another thing I'm excited about. And then one of, excuse me, one of the other things that we're working on is, um, Jay has, um, is really oh. building her, her Ask Jay site. So yes, you guys. I'm also doing Ask Jay and um, Ask Jay, Ask Dr. Jay. So look for my site coming up. But right now it's going to be on Strategic Ladies. But it's mainly coaching and relationship coaching and grooming. Um, so look at the site. Check it out. Go to strategicladies.com. And you can find out more about that as well. And what we found, what Jay, I mean, we've always done relationship coaching. But what we Correct. found is Jay had was getting a lot of clients that um, needed grooming. And, 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 and it's amazing how many times people don't want to bring that to the forefront. They may say, oh, I'm having problems with a relationship because we don't talk or we don't communicate. But there's some other things that cause relationship problems and how you look or how groomed you are, how, how your etiquette is. And this, this service that she's providing now is going to be awesome because she'll be able to dig a little bit deeper into just the surface things and go into, okay, Maybe more actually looking at the surface things. Right. <laughs> you dig, you, we dig deeper into the mental and physical medical things, but what about the physical? So it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And, I, and Dr. Stella, what about you with your dev, with Dev Teach? It's getting exciting as well. Yeah, I'm actually, um, I've, I've kind of, uh, upgraded the site. And, um, as you know, I'm into mindful living. And one of the things that I always say that with mindfulness, everyone really focuses on, um, getting in the moment, it, first moving clutter than getting in the moment but I think there's another piece of it that we really miss and that's being mind filled and being mind filled with things that are noble right true lovely exciting uh, excellent and admirable and praiseworthy so my uh, my depth teach um, provides uh, mindful living curriculum uh, to Fill your mind with those good things. And a lot, some of it is biblically related to, but others is not. I mean, others is how, how do you be a better person? How do you, how do you love people? How do you, uh, do what is right? You know, those type of things. So we have, we're going to have webinars, podcasts, all these type of things for people to, um, join in and just take a course and just feel better about themselves or, or listen to a webinar, you know. So anyway, you can find more, more about that at depth 
teach.org. And then I also have a book to come out this following that reflects that character uh, that you'll see on my site when you go on. And and the book will, I'll give it till probably February next year to come out because there's a lot of uh, thought going into it. And creativity takes some time, right, Jay? Exactly. (laughs) Definitely does. Well, you guys, you know, hold that thought, Mom. We're going to come back after our break and talk to, we're going to have our special guest, Alpha. So you guys, please stay tuned. We'll be right back with our guest again, Alpha. And remember, you can always join the conversation by calling in at 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. We'll be back in a moment.
For the best in metaphysical, spiritual, and holistic programming, you're listening to InnerLightRadio.com, the healing frequency. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I welcome you to join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. Well, we are so excited, yes, especially me, especially me. <laughs> Uh, this is my generation of songs, okay, to have our special guest, Alpha Anderson from Cheek on the on the show. Um, she is a, such an iconic music star, and she's going to have some conversations with us talking about past, present, and future of the business, and also business relationships. So, Jay was, is going to introduce Alpha. Well, well, yes, you guys, as we said, we're so excited. We're having Alpha on today, our iconic musician. She's a soul and dance music icon. Um, some of her music you guys may know is, um, I know, La Chic, Good Times, and I Want Your Love. So it's really exciting to have her. I mean, she's been on the billboard at the top. She's been all around the world. I mean, God, there's so many things about Alpha that, you know, Alpha, you have to go. I mean, everybody knows, even in the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're talking about a wonderful, amazing person, not only because of her success, but such as a nice spoken person. So, Alpha, tell, go on with us and tell us more about yourself. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Strategic Ladies, for having me here and having the opportunity to address your audience. I am a, thank you so much, I am a performing artist and I I always always sort of refer to myself as a work in progress because (laughs) I am, I say yes to life. Mm. So whatever comes up in my life, I try to embrace it with an open heart and an open mind and I'm looking for the next, next, next challenge. Yes. The next thing that comes my way. You you know, I love that because we are all a work in progress, right? (laughs) Even though people on the outside, it doesn't seem like that. We all have uh, so many talents, so many things to discover about ourselves. And um, even though we think we found our purpose, it's more sometimes coming in our plate. So that's wonderful. And what's beautiful about that is that uh, amongst all of these successes you have, you still have this humble humbleness about you which Mm -hmm. is is very pure and also very enlightening um within the industry so so tell us i know what the fans are wanting to know kind of the standard questions you know like how did you get into business how did you how did you start this journey into the being a performer it's i well it sort of came by accidentally i didn't it's not anything that i that i thought it's something that I did, but the professional side of it seemed to seek me out. You know, um, I came to New York. I went to New York after graduating from Payne College in Augusta, Georgia. And, and I always sang. And I started singing with a, a local band who happened to be people that I knew from Augusta. And it just spot, uh, spiraled from there. I got an opportunity to start singing professionally, doing some background sessions, and meeting people who were singing professionally i never knew that that was something that 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 you could do you know southern girl rare to do the traditional you go to college that was a non-negotiable in my house mm-hmm. you get at least a va and then whatever else you wanted to do you could do but that was a non-negotiable and uh when i was singing actually part-time 
and I was teaching, um, I was a full-time lecturer at Hunter College of the city of New York. So singing was actually my part-time job, but I found that I was really passionate about it. And the more I did it and the more people I met, and my whole thing changed when I met Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Luther, Fonzie Thornton, Michelle Cobbs, Robin Clark, Carlos Alomar, a whole group of artists in New York who had, this is the only thing they ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They wanted music from day one. And just like we would go to college and we would study and get advanced degrees in what we wanted to do, here was a group of people who was actually studying music. And they were studying it in real time. They were singing, they were performing, they were perfecting their craft. They were, you know, so I began to hang out with them and, and talk with them. And, and I was very blessed to meet some real movers and shakers uh, as they were becoming moving and shakers in the industry. And we just hit it off, you know, and uh, formed a relationship. And I have to say, Luther Vandross definitely was instrumental in that because he was a actually a jingle singer, but he was also um, a background session singer in New York, and he <clears throat> called me to do background sessions with him. Oh. And one day I got a call to work for this, to go and sing background for this new group called Chic. He was friends with Mal Rogers. I didn't have a clue of what to expect, but I never did when I went with Luther, but I always trusted him, mm-hmm. you know. And we got there, and I heard dance, 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 and I fell in love with, with music mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much how I, you know, it, it's the short the short version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure of how that happened. Yeah. You know, interesting you say that you're from, you're from Augusta, I assume? Yes, yes. Okay, yes, it's yes. interesting because um, my father's from Aiken, South Carolina. So, you know, that's... Oh, my goodness. Door. <laughs> we actually, yeah, we actually have property there and everything. But the funny part is the same thing. I think the values in that part of the country, especially for people of color, is to get your degree. The first thing you yes. do is go to school. You go to school, and if you don't go to school, you work on the farm or do something like that. Well, the funny thing is, is that... <laughs> right. It, it right. passed down, right? My mom did the same with me. Yeah. You're going to get your degree and then you can do what you yeah. want. So I love that part right. of you because I think that that, um, I love that you, you, you had that background so you know, but I also like the way you spoke to people that choose not to necessarily do that and are, and, and they're in a, a different degree program, so to speak, right? Yeah. The music. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, Fonzie Thornton and I were talking maybe about six or seven months ago and we realized that it was Luther's University. Yes. <laughs> and we were we were students and then became professors in, in, in the uni- Luther University of Performing Arts. Luther oh, Vandross University of Performing man. Arts because I'm sorry. Yeah, I said I'm sorry. Say he again? Was, I was saying he was such a good man. I love Luther. Absolutely, absolutely. And very giving and very sharing and and and, and thoughtful and very much a teacher and a mentor for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I owe him a debt of gratitude, which is why when I did my solo CD, I was trying to figure out which of Luther's songs did I want to cover because he would always do a cover song on his album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a really cool idea. Take a song and make it yours. And I was thinking of all of the songs that he did and titles kept going through my head. And finally it occurred to me, why don't you, instead of doing one of his cover songs, why don't you write a song about 
the man himself and what he meant to you and what he taught you. It sort of like really, really pays homage to him and his legacy. And and that's when I came up with the song When Luther Sings, which uh, was the first single off of my new CD. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, uh, uh, maybe our, our we could get a copy of it to play. I'd love. Yeah, to, we we'd love to. You know, we'll definitely have that to play. We'll we'll put that on our site too. When Luther sings, that's you know, it sounds it sounds like he was instrumental in the process of you getting to not only where you are, but also inspiring you to to live out another uh, an additional dream besides getting your education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, he he definitely was. Mm-hmm. So you're so now. What is I know you. Um, you start, we talked about a little bit about how you started getting the business, and and then how was your experience in a in a in a in, in chic, You know, being a a vocalist, and especially I'd like to hear kind of how it was for a woman from a woman's perspective, being in that business at that time. At that time, yeah. At that time, it was very much a male dominated industry. Right. You know, uh, so you were there basically to do what you were told to do. <laughs> you know, it it just so happened in some instances it worked well, in other instances not so well. But I'll start with how it worked extremely well. Yeah. It worked extremely well for us in that we would go into the studio. We would not even hear the songs before uh, we had an opportunity to sing them. You would go in, you would you okay report to this studio on this day at this time you'd listen to the song and then it would be okay now go do it so one of the songs that you hear the chic of those chic songs that i sang on both lead and background were not was not anything that i heard prior to going in that day so there i have to i have to say that there's something about that production style that worked Mm -hmm at that particular time. But the downside was that there was no real input, particularly on the business side, you know, um, writing, coming up with different ideas, you know. So it was just a different time, so that wasn't there. And I'm I'm happy to say that, and it's still hard. Right. It's still hard for women. I mean, I'm friends with uh, Aziza Miller, who is a very renowned uh, um, jazz pianist she mm-hmm. was she was an md back in the day when women were not musical directors they were all men wow. and mm-hmm. she was natalie cole's musical director mm-hmm. and wow. it was very very difficult for her to mm-hmm. be in that position because the musical director is important is you know is responsible for everything about that music and the musical director has to be able to communicate well, and uh, most musical directors are that. Now, what what she had to her credit, and and most musical directors have that, she was extremely, not only was she talented, but she was skilled and she was extremely trained. Mm -hmm. So she could speak the language Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. men had to say, okay, this girl, this woman really knows what she's talking about. And that set her up. that set her apart. And others, Patrice Russian, other yeah. Valerie Simpson. There, there are women. Roberta Flack. Yes. There are many women. But, it, but if you speak with them, it just has not, was not, it was not an easy road. And, you know, it's interesting you say that, and you just named some people that are just like, oh, my, iconic, too. Um, it's interesting you say that because I imagine it was also harder 
for you and these women because they are so qualified. You know, you experience, you know, you have your background with your degree. These people have experiences where they know this stuff, but they can only contribute the one thing that they want, and that's their voice or whatever it is they, they give. I think no, that that's the hardest part. That's the no, hard. Because I think that as an intelligent woman as yourself, um, I think now, I, I always think education is, because I, I mean, I deal with people in the industry now, and I don't know if it's the same as the past, but I, I think that you're always looked upon as intelligent if you have your education but somewhat of an object but yeah but it's it's also like okay you may not have your education in that but this is a whole different industry so it's a different learning curve yeah absolutely and, yeah. and it was very and it had to be a very fast learning curve for me because i hadn't majored in music i i was in choirs Right. But I didn't have that musical, I didn't have a musical background. I had an innate uh, background. You know, I love to sing, and, and I could automatically sing harmonies in my house, you know, with, with my family. My mother had a piano in the house. You know, I played flute and saxophone, so oh, wow. those types of things. But, but music was like more of an avocation, you know, because it yeah. was almost like everybody could, everybody could sing. Right. In right. the area where I grew up. Everybody could sing. It was rare. We it was rare. Well, except for my father whom I my mother said couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. But <laughs> you know, it's interesting too that you all you said that um you would come into the studio and you would just hear it there. It's almost like a person in a speak who is a speaker um and, not and, and a they speech. have they're not prepared. They're just impromptu speaking. It's almost like impromptu singing. You just you listen to it and you just do it. And um that that I think builds a lot too. Well you know, I remember Alpha, you said something about how to build on to what you're saying. I look at that also is that you actually had to have a lot of creative talent to do that mm -hmm. because I know now in the sessions, you know, you can stop and go. Um, usually, I mean, yeah. if you, have this, you still have to pay for studio time, so people will try to rush you out. But I can imagine the difference in that if you just got the song there and everything's done, you got to put you, you had to put your spin on it. It was, you know, it's it's it definitely took a lot of right away going in just right away. That. And then you're, you're right. We had to do that right. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you're right. Mm -hmm. We we had to learn to do that right away. And we had a group of people that that work that worked together, like Luther and Luther and Fonzie Thornton and Michelle Cobbs and Robin and Diva, Norma Jean, uh, Lucy and me. And we would every time we would go into the studio, we would stand in the control room and we would really start with with a hook or the chorus of the song. Because once you got that feeling for the chorus of the song, and I, and I refer to it now, I didn't know what to call it then, but right now I call it finding the song's DNA. And mm -hmm. once you find the song's DNA, the swag and everything about it, then you go out and, and, and perform it. So um, that made us really tight. And we became a background session group that people used to call because we knew that we were going to, they, they knew that if we came in, that we were going to hear the song, understand the song, and get the job done well. It also, but singing with all those powerful voices and all those wonderful, wonderful singers who had been studying forever, um, I felt a little intimidated at times because I hadn't studied forever, and I didn't have, look, I... In this lifetime, I will never be an Aretha Franklin. That's not my gift. And there were so many people that had such great voices, and, and I did not fully appreciate my gift. 
And when I did appreciate my gift, that's when it got better for me. I stopped looking at my lack of not having had that experience as a uniqueness rather than a weakness. So it's when I began to turn my uniqueness into my strength, that's when I really began to get the courage and to move forward. You found your own sound and that, and that's, you know, that's it. And that's, you know, I can imagine, um, being, you know, the, how it could be intimidating being around all of these iconic people. I mean, yourself as well. I mean, not to realize how beautiful your voice is right away. Yeah. And I think we have a tendency to not stay in our lane and it's not purposeful. But we, when we hear something that we think is better than us, instead of focusing mm-hmm. on what we have, we tend to jump lanes and try to be that person or, or right. thinking, thinking that we'd be accepted more. And I like the idea that you, you came to that fulfillment. How do you think you can get other artists and, and, you know, we're talking about a new generation of artists now, a different, totally different sound. What advice would you give other artists to speed up that process? Because that's when you truly found your talent in yourself. Yeah, that's what, one of the things that, that um, I think Luther used to tell me is to just sing and to listen to your voice and fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. Fall in love with your gift because there's nobody else on the planet that sounds like you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you bring is so unique and so special. Mm-hmm. Find oh. your voice, even if you just even if you just sing a tone, and and hear that tone and and then let that tone embrace you, and you embrace that tone, and be in love with you and who you are. That's the best thing that I can say. You know, it took me a while. You know, young people out there, you can do it now. You can do it now. Just start singing and, and working with your voice and embracing and loving it and sending love to yourself, to your body, to your voice, to your mind, to your spirit. And so it will grow. It will happen. So where do you see the music industry growing? Where, where, where do you see what changes or what kind of stands out there? I know there's a lot of changes in the industry, but what, what's your take on what's happening now with music? Well, and women. Yeah. And then yeah, okay, and I'll definitely talk about that. Music is very it's very music is different. But one of the things that I've grown to know, I, I remember when, you know, I've gone through many eras of music and I've seen many things change. And oftentimes when think change happens, we don't embrace the change. But one of the most powerful things someone said to me is change is inevitable. Growth is optional. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I had to do and I would tell people to do is just embrace these changes. Um, music is totally different, but it's also a reflection of the times. Mm-hmm. People write and sing about what they know. Mm-hmm. They write and sing about what's happening for them. Um, I'm a little appalled at some of the ways that women seem to demean themselves yeah. and the way women are sometimes demeaned um, in, lyrically in some of the songs. But I guess it's a growth process, growth process for everyone Uh And people will continue to grow and get through that. Uh, There is no music industry. And I'm, you know, 
I don't know whether or not I'm fully answering your question, but I think I'm just I'm just on a no, you on, are. on a topic that I'm a little passionate about no, right please now. Share it, you know. Please share your passion. Please. This is important <laughs> because I'm on I'm I'm ready to comment right now. No, <laughs> no, go for it. No, no, I, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying I, I agree with you. I love where you're going. So keep going. I think you were saying it's needed to be. Yeah, heard. it needs to be said. So go ahead. Okay, so I. The industry, as we knew it, is no longer there. Okay, there there isn't the record company, the big companies with the money that's that's supporting everything. So this is an opportunity. Take this as an opportunity, women, young girls, ladies. Take this as an opportunity to become your own, the CEO of you. Because those companies are not there, it's a perfect opportunity for you to really be a strategic lady to understand what your talent and what your gift is, write your own songs, put out your own songs, write your own books, create your own dances. It's perfect. When those things fall, they're not good. It's not good for everybody, but a creative person can turn that into something that can be creative and beneficial for them. And, and everything's falling, everything's falling apart, you know? So, we have to really, I love what you all are doing because you're right, strategic. We have to do a lot of strategic planning. Exactly. It's not the same industry anymore. And if no. you're in the industry, I've talked to young women who don't want to be in it because they don't want to be used. They don't want their, their, their looks. They don't want their sexiness. They don't want to be used that way. They really have a gift and they have a talent and they want to present that. That's what they want people to see. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, bravo, yes, do that. Let's keep elevating ourselves as women. Let's yes. elevate ourselves as artists and performers. Yes. Yeah, and I think and I'll, I'll I think, get off my soapbox now. No, I think no, that you're I absolutely right. And I think that I, I always, you know, Jay, Jay and I, I do a lot of work with women organizations. And one of the things that frustrates us is them helping one another sometimes and, and pulling back and helping, helping people and, and mentoring yeah. others and develop them. And we have... We have a um, responsibility for, yes, ourselves and where we go, but we also have a responsibility for others. And I think one of the things that, you know, being strategic, you know, we have a lot of power, you know, in, in the mm. industry, you know, utilize that power, work with other people to develop that power. Things get things happen and change happen when teams are formed and they work together. And like you said, to your point about women not wanting to be used in the industry, I agree completely because, it, you know, the whole idea of sex sells. I mean, when I was doing music, people would say that all the time. Um, sometimes without even hearing what I had to offer just because of looks, based on looks. Mm-hmm. And what I like about um, that one show when it first came out, I mean, I don't know how it is and if it's completely real, but the voice, how people can't see you until they hear your voice. Right. I mean, I, right. I like that because there's so many talented people that have been passed aside just because they don't have what people consider mm-hmm. the look. Um, so I agree with you. Finding mm-hmm. part in what your voice and, and I think um, persistence is definitely key. I mean, it's not now I feel like now it's not just about necessarily looks in some cases, especially going the indie route. 
You know, I was right. going to ask you, Alpha, because your background also is in education and mm-hmm. you've been you've been educated. You know, I, I find and I want your opinion on it, that some of the skill sets we learn in that genre can be transferred into the music industry. And, and there's an opportunity to do that. What do you, what's your feeling on that? I, I think you're absolutely right. Um because uh, one of the things that that I used to always tell my students, you know, I, I was a high school principal as well. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. so that's, that's so, <laughs> I, I have I have two master's I degrees. Admire. You know, what, what, what I was taught, what I was taught was so ingrained in me. I have a master's in teaching English from uh, Teachers College at Columbia University, wow. and then I have a second master's from, um, gosh. I'm losing at Bank Street College of Education in school leadership. So uh, there are lots of parallels. There are, lo- there are lots of parallels. But planning mm-hmm. is is really, really important, research oh, yeah. and planning and getting to know yourself. One of the things that I used to do, my, do with my students is um, when they came in as freshmen is we would start by just exploring the question, who am I? Who am I? Why am I here? What is it that I want to do? Where do I want to be five years from now? Where do I want to be 10 years from now? Where do I want to be 25 years from now? What can I do to to make sure that that my life has a trajectory that I'm comfortable with? You know, what can I do for my mind, my body, my spirit, and my community? You know, I think that answering some essential questions, even in the music industry, is, is really important. Who am I as an artist? Yes. What kind of music do I want to sing? Yes. How do I want to portray myself? What is my gift? What are my talents? And how can I become just, uh, how can I go from being skilled and talented to being consciously, purposefully skilled and talented? Does that make sense? Absolutely makes sense. And I think that, I think that, um, it, it, it's so needed, especially, you know, in the, in the era where now with some of the younger artists and, and just understanding, you know, the, the physical mental aspects of it, but also the, the professional aspects in regards to, um, how do I train and teach myself? How do I, how do I continue to continue to develop myself? How do I, uh, how do I, what is the music, what is the business of music right now, right? Because so many people yeah, who don't know the business of music. Yeah, and I think that it's definitely something that if you're lucky like yourself, and I was blessed because I had a mentor myself, um, and as well as you had Luther, I think it's it's awesome when you have somebody to help guide you because if you are from the opposite, like we were in the, a different profession as, as yourself, you were a teacher, um, going into the music industry, it's a whole different ball game. It, I mean, it's it's like no other industry, in my opinion. But there are some similarities that you can transfer if you could get those people to see that. Correct. Sometimes, so yeah. it's yeah, yeah. So treating it as a business, I'm sorry, what you no, said is really no, important, and I just want to underscore yes. treating it as a business is really, really, you know, be the CEO of you. Exactly. And understand what that means. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I will also say that whole purpose you talked about, having a purpose. So many people don't realize that they're serving their purpose, but they're not 
in tune with that purpose. We all have a purpose. Our lives are given are given to us for a purpose and for a reason. And sometimes people, it's right there, but they don't see it. Yeah. 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 So, um, Alpha, what's on the horizon for you now? What are some things that are going on for you in the, the near future? Well, I am now a fellow artist. I, I do still continue to work with uh, Norma Jean and Lucy, who are the original lead singers. And so we, we, we are the former leaders, of, former lead singers of Chic. That's one of how we bill ourselves. But right okay. now I'm a fellow artist. I've been encouraged by my husband to do this for a long time. My husband, who is a renowned musician, uh, bass player, his name is Tinker Barfield, has really supported me to look inside myself and find out who I am and who, what I want to say and what my gift is. So I have a new CD out, and it's called Music From My Heart, because that's exactly where it came from. And that's what that's what's on the horizon for me. Um, you can definitely keep up with me on my website, officialalphaanderson.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Alpha K Anderson, and you can check out my music on iTunes and CD Baby. And I'd love to hear from you too. I want to communicate. Oh yes, about what I'm yeah, we'll put that on our site, and we also would love to have you, you know, back on the show as well. Because I think that I think that we can continue a lot of these conversations. Some of the things you express now, Alpha, are you um, a performer? Do you have a tour schedule that you're doing as well? Currently, I don't have a tour schedule. Okay. Um, I'm 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 trying to put some things together, but okay. I'm um, hopeful and looking forward to. It, but I will definitely uh, let you all know and let your your audiences know. And I I, I want to keep in touch with you, ladies, because you are so speaking my language. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd love you know, it. You know what? Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, Alpha. I have these. I have every. I'm talking to you, and so many ideas that going through my head. <laughs> we, yeah, that's, our, that's our thing. We have these ideas. Let's explore these possibilities, you know? Yeah, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's so wonderful. What can we really do? To, you know? Well, you know, our thing too is like you said, you spoke a lot of things that first of all, you came, we're all about calm and, and positive energy. Yes. And also you about how you want to empower people and, yes. and that's help. a big thing and help. So it's oh, like gosh. when you hit, you hit our trigger. So we'll yeah. definitely be keeping in touch with you. Yeah, we're definitely. And I think, and, 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 and I, I thank Luther for introducing us. And I did ask for selfish reasons. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. <laughs> I, I wanted to hear the new album too. I wanted to come and see you. So when you're in California, we're in Southern California, please look us up. Even if you're not performing, just, you know, come, we'll have, you know, Coffee or well, tea, or tea or glass I'm of trying, wine. I'm trying to have coffee anymore, <laughs> Alpha, because I love I've that. Started, I've been starting to drink tea, and I feel so good. I'm like, what the heck's happening? So yeah. maybe mom's right. I'm not supposed to drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would absolutely well, love I'll that. Call us anytime. You know. we'll, we'll 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 talk. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming on today, Alpha. You're awesome. You're quite welcome. Here. Be well. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. She's a breath of fresh air. Wow. She is. You know, we've been really blessed with our guests. I have to admit. Oh, I mean, um, our our wonderful producer has actually given us some great people as well that we've been blessed with our guests, just positive energy and people that really want to help and make a difference in, in this chaotic um, world that we're living in. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because 
um, we're such givers, and it seems like the people that come on our show are the same way. Yes. They're like giving, want to help, um, want to make a difference. Um, I, I just, I just love, um, and I think it's all about. And you guys, something I'm weird, but I think it's all about the energy. No, I, I mean, totally, I totally believe do it. because we. Have, I mean, I we have some. Already, we feel like we've, really good energy. But we said that, Jay. I'm, I'm we said it. we only wanted good energy we around us. We and uh, it seems like everyone, like our producer Jamal, our our guest Alpha, all the guests we're getting in our show are just this this great um, energy source of change. Yes. Yes. Energy source of change. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I know. We TM. are. The, TM. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we, um, so, um, what are you, uh, I know Alpha said some wonderful things and some really enlightening things. Some and, takeaways. I, and, and I, and I love that she's a, a Georgia girl. When she said she's from, uh, Augusta, I was like, oh, you know, Jace Brown. No, just kidding. <laughs> I know. Well, but, she she got then, all excited. And then Aiken, you know, I was like, oh my God, if she's from South Carolina, she knows Aiken. So I know, already know her. I know her roots. She's a good person. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think are some of the takeaways you talk from? You know what? Honestly, I think that, first of all, I think, you know, it's a breath of fresh air of somebody that believes in putting positivity first. Yes. And, um, <laughs> Dr. Stella's so crazy, you guys. She's just sitting here sipping her tea and looking at me, so it made me laugh. But honestly, her positive energy, as well as her, um, her talking about empowerment and being the CEO of you. And I think oh. that's the problem with a lot of people in every industry, not being and worrying about those around you instead of being in charge of yourself and, and making yourself better. Because I remember a long time ago, we had another guest that said, stay in your lane. And that's how you, you know, propel. And I agree. If you're trying to look <laughs> at it, if you're running a race and you're looking at everybody next to you, they're all going to pass you. You need to focus on you. And even if they do pass, you realize your purpose. Right. And, and I love that too, that CEO. And I think that, um, we, um, waste time on titles that we're trying to get based on other people's titles, being your own person, guiding your life, being present, you know, it's just, it's so important. And I love that. I also love that, um, for young artists to, to, uh, maybe this collectivism where we, instead of being this individual, we have this collectivism where we can help one another. Um, we are a society that is going our society and our leadership in our society is teaching us more this individualism type of uh, mindset. But I love this collectivism mindset because I think that we really need to come together, work together for a purpose. And I think that um, we can collectively all win if we do that. So I wanted to end today's show with a mindful thought. We always do. And um, we are mindful agents And um, I think it's important for us to always take time out to allow ourselves to be in the moment. And we have been today. And I thank you for being in the moment today to listen in, but also to understand how this, this show, how we were blessed with this show and how this show can guide you to the next step. So we have our intuitive, Jacinta, Dr. J, that's going to kind of get it, give us an idea of what your thoughts are based on this conversation today. You know, Looking back at the conversation today and just how joyful this whole show has been in general, um, I think that um, some of the things that resonated with um, Alpha in particular has inspired me to say that I think being true to yourself and taking time to be true 
to yourself and looking at your purpose. So focus on your purpose today. What is your purpose? And mm -hmm. and not what you necessarily want your purpose to be, but take time to see what, what have been things that are just falling in your lap or the things that you need to to focus on to, to live your purpose. And not somebody else's but your own. So just take a couple minutes, five to ten minutes today. You know, if you're driving and, and listening to us, you know, make sure that you pull aside and just take some time today and think about that. What is your purpose? Yes. How can you be true to yourself so that you can propel in this this thing we call life? And one of the things that we are doing, and um, one of the things I think that is beautiful, uh, is we're doing discovery mindfulness sessions, and where you can get online and you can actually practice a mindful experience, and that will be a meditation session. And one of the things we will be doing is have talking about your purpose. And in order to find that, is you have to take this mindful space. Your brain is full of all these to dos and all these things to do. Create a space of emptiness and being present in the moment, and then filling it with your purpose. And so those steps, um, you can join the Mindful Discovery Sessions. They're every Friday at noon. Um, they're a reservation because I have to give you a Zoom line. If you're not, of course, you're all not all in California. Our listeners are throughout the entire world. But you can join in. Uh, Jay leads some of them. I leave some of them. But they're every Friday. But, again, you have to res register. And you can go on to uh, Teach or either Strategically Easy to find information on those. Yes. So, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. You can always, again, find us at www.strategicladies.com. You can write us for any information. If you had a show idea or want to ask us any questions, at write, W-R-I-T-E, the number two, at strategicladies.com. And, you know, our Twitter handlers are uh, Strategic Ladies, and you can find us on Facebook at Strategic Ladies. Like us, follow us. You guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. See you next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hasta la week. There you go. What? There you go. Dr. Sal is trying to give you a different language. Makes it too. Have a great weekend, you guys. Bye. Yeah.